You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today, we are previewing week 20 in fantasy basketball, probably the start of your fantasy playoffs. Your fantasy playoffs should well and truly be going if it isn't. So we're going to talk about how to look at streaming, weekly start, sit decisions, all that sort of great stuff for the week ahead. Michael Bolton. Let's get to it. To it. Let's get to it indeed. Before I just quickly talk about the week, news just came down of Kenny Atkinson being uh, mutually parted ways with, aka fired from the Brooklyn Nets. So they are going to be uh, replacing him with Jacques Vaughn for the rest of the season, a coach who was pretty horrible in his stint in Orlando. I think uh, Atkinson's going to be in massive demand. Every team who doesn't have a real coach, uh, the old Shadow King in Chicago, he should be on his way out. Mike Miller in New York, I'd say he's uh, in pretty uh, hot water with Atkinson floating around there. Lots of teams should be looking at Kenny. It seems a weird decision to me, but... Hey, let's just see exactly what they look to do in the offseason. But uh, on the surface, a pretty strange decision for what's been a not a great Brooklyn season. Of course, lots of reasons for that, namely injuries to your, your two best players, plus then Karis LeVert missing a chunk of time as well does not help the cause. So let's now look at week 20 coming up. Um, I don't know why I've got week 19 up there on the header because it's definitely week 20. All right, that's better. We've got week 20 up now for me to, to go through. So week 20 in fantasy basketball. Again, as I said, we're hitting close into the playoffs, if not starting the playoffs in majority of leagues. This should be the default playoff start for most leagues. And again, I think most leagues should have already started last week. But okay, I don't, I don't make all the rules. So let's look at this week. A very weird week in terms of streaming schedule. We only have three games on Monday. Normally, Monday is a pretty l- a large volume day, but it seems to be reversed this week. Normally, we have low volume Tuesdays and Thursdays, but we've got uh, high volume Tuesday this week. So three games Monday, nine games on Tuesday, six on Wednesday, five on Thursday, seven on Friday, nine on Saturday, and six on the Sunday. Theoretically, you could stream every single day this week. I like to look at eight and under. So Tuesday and Saturday, probably non-streaming days. But depending on how your roster shakes out, you might be able to stream every day. So making the most of those streams is going to be ultra important in a league where usually you have those four maximum acquisitions for the week. Even if you've only got five acquisitions, using those smartly and saving at least a couple until the Sunday, so you can actually attack the categories that you need on that Sunday, is very, very important. So we want to be making sure that we take full advantage of those streams. Before we get into talking about that, let's have a look at how things shake out from a quality game perspective. The Charlotte Hornets and the Denver Nuggets, all four of their games are on low volume days. As I said, we could easily make the argument that every day is a quality game, but going by my usual standard, it's the Charlotte Hornets and the Denver Nuggets with some real attackability there. So you're looking at guys in Denver like Gary Harris, Mason Plumley as stream options as well. 
If you're in a very shallow league, Barton will be available. You've got Paul Millsap, Jeremy Grant as well, guys who we can absolutely stream in to have value on those low-volume days. For Charlotte, you've got a plethora of options. Whatever center they're using that day, Bismack Biombo, Cody Zeller, Billy Hernan Gomez, Jalen McDaniels, Cody Martin, maybe Caleb Martin, depending on uh, who's in or who's out for that Hornets team on that day. In a shallow league, Paul Washington's probably available, so you could look to stream him in as well. You contrast that to, uh, say, like the, the Bulls, who have four games this week, but only two of those are quality games. This week, there's only six teams that play four games. It is a very, very low-volume week in terms of games. The majority of the league plays three. These teams play four, the Hornets, the Celtics, the Bulls, the Jazz, the Nets, and the Nuggets. And then we have a whopping six teams who play two games, which is not ideal for the first week of fantasy playoffs. But what it means is when we look at these things and go, oh, he's only got two weeks. Like, I can't deal with that in fantasy playoffs. I've only got two games in the first week. But there's a lot of other teams and a lot of other players who are in that same boat. The Kings, the Suns, and the Sixers, the Raptors, the Pistons, and the Pacers all play only two games for this week. So in terms of weekly lineups, if we're looking to set you know, sit and start guys this week, um, it looks like Joel Embiid's going to be back. So you know, until we hear more on that, let's hold off. But he could be a start player. Uh, you're looking at uh, probably Pascal Siakam, um, Fred Van Vliet if he returns, Kyle Lowry in Toronto. The crucifix Christian Wood in Detroit is probably a guy that we look to start as well. Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton are startable players. In Sacramento, probably, you know, I'm not even sure Darren Fox is a startable guy this week. He could be, um, but I'm not convinced on that. Indiana, maybe maybe Sabonis, that's it. Not Warren, not Brogdon, not Turner. Maybe, or not Oladipo, of course. Maybe someone like Sabonis is the guy we look at. But those guys with four games this week, with six teams playing four games versus six teams with two games, it is a tremendous, tremendous bump in value. And you're going to get some guys who you wouldn't expect to have startability value uh, have that startability value. So let's start with some guys. We'll do weekly leagues here again. Guys that you might be able to look at on the wire who you could add who might actually be startable players just for the week ahead. And, and we've got those couple of guys I mentioned in Charlotte and Jalen McDaniels and Cody Martin. And then again, depending on what they do with the centers, maybe Biombo or Hernan Gomez is in play there. I think that might be a case of them yeah, mixing that rotation up midweek to ruin that pattern. But there is possibilities there. For Boston, it's you know your standard five. Tatum and Walker, Haywood, Smart, Tice uh, are all guys there. Jalen Brown with the hamstring injury, probably not going to be a guy that we look to start. In Chicago, there's some risky decisions there with Otto Porter and Larry Markin and Wendell Carter, who have all been struggling returning from injury. But I think having the four games saves Thad Young, and he does still remain as a starting option. Uh, Jordan Clarkson is a guy that we add. I think with his ability, he's a top 100 guy this week with four games on. Uh, locking him into a weekly lineup is not a bad move. Even someone in Brooklyn like the artist formerly known as Torian Prince and Smoke and Joe Harris and Jared Allen, who have been really sort of fringe guys lately, having that four games is a real boost to their value. In Denver, Monty Morris is a weird one. Uh, 24, 25 minutes a night. I think getting four games out of him absolutely makes him a, a weekly league uh, league leak lock guy, as I was trying to stumble over my words. And as I talked about in daily leagues, they've got the four quality games. Monty Morris looks really, really strong for this week. You can add him and get four really good games starting on Monday. You can say the same for Millsap, Jeremy Grant as well. In Cleveland, we're looking at Larry Nance, who should be rostered anyway. Cam Reddish in Atlanta has some value as well for this week to be a, a guy that we can look at. As, uh, as options in weekly weekly changes league. So now, now let's look at streaming schedule and how we're going to attack that. As I said, we could probably look at 
every day this week. Uh, yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday in particular, but I reckon we could do every day. So let's try and see where there are back-to-backs. Unfortunately, because there is such a low volume of games this week, there's not that many back-to-backs. We have no Monday, Tuesday back-to-back at all, which is okay considering we look at that Tuesday as a nine-gamer and maybe that's not going to work for, work for us. But then we do have a Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back, and that's the New York Knicks have that combination. We also have the Dallas Mavericks having that combination as well. So for the Mavericks, you're looking at DeLon Wright, you're looking at Max. Kleber, uh, Seth Curry and Tim Hardaway probably should be on a roster anyway, but if they're not, there's a good spot there for them. For the Knicks, uh, Punch Bob is a dart throw type of a player you can take a look at. Bobby Portis there. And then on the wings, there's so many weird ones. You can have a look at Wayne Ellington, uh, Reggie Bullock. Uh, Alfred Payton is a must-roster guy, of course. You could look at uh, Rowan Barrett, depending on how your percentages look as well as to how he fits in. Wednesday, Thursday, no back-to-backs. Thursday, Friday, there is one. The Brooklyn Nets have that combination, and they're the only team. So we're looking at those uh, guys you know, like Joe Harris, like Jarrett Allen, like Torian Prince, like Garrett Temple, perhaps, if he is back in action, like in deeper leagues, Timotei Lawawu Cabarro, who's putting up some okay numbers at the moment, Baby Neck Wilson Chandler for deep leagues as well, having that back-to-back. And the Celtics also have that back-to-back. So you're looking for blocks. The Rock DJ Robbie Williams is absolutely an option for us there. Shemi Ojale, if the injuries continue, that's got to be just a deeper league situation though. Um, You could look at Brad Wanamaker maybe in a deeper league as well. Friday, Saturday, we've got the Utah Jazz. They've got that back-to-back. So Jordan Clarkson, we've talked about him already. Royce O'Neal comes into play a little bit uh, as, as an option for us there. Not a lot else. Joe Ingles, of course, for assists. We're looking for that combination there too. For the Cavs, the Friday, Saturday, they've got their Larry Nance, a must-roster player. Kevin Porter, we don't know his status. Or Darius Garland's, they could return there. So both of those guys would be automatic ads for that back-to-back. The Heat have a back-to-back there as well. Kendrick Nunn, Goran Dragic, Duncan Robinson. They may or may not be rostered in your league. Callie Olynyk could be an option for you there as well. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. would be a good stream. For the Clippers, Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson, Patrick Beverly, Ivica Zubats, all those guys stand out as uh, as stream options there. Then you've got another three teams with the Friday-Saturday back-to-back. The Minnesota Timberwolves, the San Antonio Spurs, and the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, for the Minnesota Timberwolves, you're looking at guys like Josh Okogie, Naz Reed, James Johnson. Yeah, Johnson and Reed are must-roster players, but they might still be available. Juancho Hernan Gomez, similarly. For the Spurs, Trey Lyles and Maximum Derek White are two names that come to mind there. They did start Maximum Derek next to DeJounte Murray yesterday for the first time in 62 games. Way to think forward, Popovich. And then lastly, for the Pelicans, you're looking at guys maybe like an Etwan Moore. Derek Favors definitely would be a good back-to-back option there to use. Um, JJ Riddick's probably still going to be out, so Josh the Hitman Hart comes into play. And then to end the week on that back-to-back, the Chicago Bulls have a Saturday-Sunday combination, and they are the only team with that back-to-back. So you're looking at... Wendell Carter, if he's there, Otto Porter, Lowry Market, and Thad Young. Maybe you even get someone like Chandler Hutchison becoming back available for deeper formats uh, that you might want to take a look at. Dan Gafford as well for deeper leagues you look at there. But depending on how your roster shakes out, you might be able to stream every day. And then getting those back-to-backs in, it becomes super important because it's two games for the price of one edition. And if you've only got four editions for the week, you'd need that extra boost. So that is how we look at this week coming up in the NBA. Good luck to everybody who is in a playoff matchup. Good luck at the end of your Roto season as well. Subscribe to this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.